You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 83. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Arisha, spirituality, and growth. So, turn up the volume in your car. Let's go on a walk. Put on your earbuds if that's the case. Grab a cup of tea, water, something great and healthy to drink, and let's chat. This is an Ask a Priest episode. For those of you who are new to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, first of all, welcome to the podcast. This is a series that we have where you, the community, asks questions that you've always wanted to ask an Orisha priest. And now you have the chance. I'll put it on the show notes on how you can ask your burning question for a chance to get your question answered here on the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. Here is the link if you absolutely must have it, arishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest. With that, let's get this episode going. Sulaima writes us this question. Hi, first, let me, oh wait, I put the first first. (laughs) Let's start over. Hi, let me first say that I really enjoy your podcast and Facebook group. I have been reading about Arisha and ATRs for about 10 years, mostly for historical and informative purposes. However, I was never interested in joining a tradition until recently. I have been gathering information from different podcasts and groups, including yours, and what is the right way to go about things. Now, I have a few concerns about a recent experience I had. I scheduled a reading with a gentleman from overseas who came highly recommended by a friend. He requested a donation of any amount for the reading, and he seemed extremely knowledgeable. I have no complaints about most of the reading, except that during the reading, he told me which Orisha ruled my head and told me what color to make my ilekis, but gave me absolutely no guidance regarding my head Orisha. I have began to research as much as possible since this Orisha is not well known, Orisha Oko. As I began to read and research, I realized that being crowned isn't done in this way, and now I am very confused. Was I crowned with the correct Orisha in an incorrect way, or was I scammed? First of all, thank you, Sulaima, for writing. By the way, I really like your name. I hope I'm pronouncing it good. And if not, please, I'm sorry. Do not, do not, do not kill me. In the meantime, before we dive into this particular question, because it's a couple of little moving parts, it's actually a lot of moving parts. First of all, let's listen in to our sponsor. This episode is being brought to you by your virtual ELE, and it is so new. We are currently looking for its founding members. 
If you're looking for a spiritual home and don't have one yet and want to be part of something, make your virtual ile your home until you find your physical spiritual home. Who's this for? This is for any Alejo, brand new person, aborisha, or priest who is looking for community. This is a safe space to start discussing and learning about the Orishas and how these lessons relate to our lives. This is crucial for those who do not know someone in person or do know some people but haven't quite found their tribe. We are in the forming stages of the founding members of your virtual ELE. And it is you as a founding member who will give the feedback and lay the groundwork and foundation for a community for many to come in the future. Yes, from the tone and energy and vibe of this space. For details, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and click on the image that says your virtual ile and come home to your community. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you check out your virtual ile. Now back to this question. First of all, Sulaima, we are so happy that you love the podcast. We are happy to have you as part of our community, like for real. You are doing great by taking the time to research. Now, let's tackle your situation a little bit. When it comes to readings, I have a couple of questions. Was this a regular reading? Or was this a reading to find out who your tutelar Orisha is? That means the Orisha that you will be crowning to. The answer to this would help me to better respond. So let's try. If the answer was, well, this was a regular reading, then usually your head Orisha, your tutelar Orisha, especially for someone new, is not done at this time. I have not heard of this being done. I mean, maybe it is. I can stand corrected, but I haven't heard it being done. But speaking with priests of other lineages, this is usually not done in a regular reading. You might have an Orisha that is close to you or more than one. It's usually more than one. And that will come out in that reading. But none or one of those could be your head Orisha. If this was a regular reading, I'm curious to know why did the priest ask such a question? Even if the client, meaning you, for example, is asking, hey, can you ask to see who's my head Orisha? I would have broken it down and said that this information would need to wait for a bit and let you know that if you must know who it is right now, it is Obatala because he is the owner of all the heads until you get marked. Now, if the answer to the question was that this was a reading to find out who your head Orisha is, then this would make sense. Now I have another question for you, which was not in your question, but here it is anyway. Were you there in person or even virtually in attendance of this reading? If the answer is no, then this could present a huge, huge problem, especially if he was finding out who your head Orisha is. Because there is something to be said about the energetic exchange. Importantly, when it is being determined who 
your head, Orisha, is. Something else that stood out to me was your mentioning that he told you which colors to use to make your elekes. And I put that in big question marks because this is very much an issue. Because you do not have the ashe to give that to yourself. It has to be given to you in a ceremony to make elekes for an orisha. It's not something that you do and wear. After either receiving him or if you need his elekes for some reason, this isn't something you can make yourself. I have heard of that. I, well, let me, let me stand back for a moment. I have heard that they, they're short on money or they ran out of those beads and they'll tell you this is the size, this is the color that you need, and this is the pattern. You're going to give it to me. Do not tie it. And then you never see it again because there are things that happen to that eleke since you are an uninitiate. You're not going to see what's done with it. And then it's returned to you in a ceremony where it is properly given to you. Okay. And here's another tidbit with the eleka part. And I put this in its own little like note for me. Actually, you can make yourself an eleke, but understand that if you do, you're just wearing a pretty necklace. Nothing to do with the Orisha. It has no power, no ashe for you. There are many things that that necklace has to go through spiritually before it has any spiritual value for you to wear. And this not only goes for Isheshe, but any of the ATRs. So for any tradition, you can't just buy it and wear it. I mean, you could, but honestly, you'll just be wasting your money. It just pays to go and get it correctly. Now let's tackle the bottom of your question. You asked about the crowning. I can tell you for a fact, 100%, you are not crowned in this Arisha. The fact that you questioned this, even here, lets me know you're not crowned in this Orisha. Understand that your inner being is letting you know that there is something wrong. In Isheshe, if you're dealing with the Nigerian, this is what you will be working with. There is a ceremony that would take place in order to receive or crown this Orisha. You're going to be there for a while. It's going to be at least three days. And then you come back or you stay there a little bit longer. This isn't to knock Isheshe at all. Much respect. But when dealing with someone overseas, understand that there will be distance and also the language barrier. Here are some things for you to consider. Is it worth it that you'll probably get information watered down for less money? It might look appealing, a cheaper price. I get it. But how worth it is it going to be that you have something that you do not know how to work with properly, or in this case, nothing that has real spiritual value in our traditions? Now, let's say you are going to do this with somebody overseas. You might need to travel there in order to learn. Are you ready to make these trips often? What and how much can you learn in a week or two weeks every year or every two years? I will tell you the cost to travel there is not cheap. It's in the thousands each time. And I didn't add this in my notes, but 
You have to pay for your housing, your water, your food. You have to make sure that clean water is going to be around. Also, if you're going to have a full-time translator, that it will cost you money. The type of bed you will sleep in, if you're going to have clean linens, all of that stuff is going to amount to money. Are you willing to do that every year? Are you willing to not do anything special in your family for the next 20 years because every holiday you're going to be traveling? Another thing for you to consider, are you fluent in Yoruba language? If not, be prepared to not get the teachings that you were waiting for. As many of them will know English, but it's not going to be the same. It's going to be like a broken English. They're not going to do ceremonies in English, I will tell you that. And they are not going to stop a ceremony or prayers to tell you what is going on or what they're saying. They might tell you afterwards, but it's always going to be like a cut down portion, like a version of it. You lose out nine times out of 10 because hmm, you're not going to have everything complete the way you would like in your language. So even if they have you blindfolded and you're in somewhere, let's say, speak Spanish and you speak Spanish, at least you'll know what they're saying. This will not happen because you won't know what they're saying. In response to your question, there are a few loose ends which raise a couple of red flags in your question. If you're asking if you're crowned, you're not. If he told you that you're now crowned, I can 100% say, based on what you said, you are not. So in this case, I will say that you were taken for a ride. I'm not saying that you cannot get readings, but there are variables that if they're not played correctly, they will leave you exposed out there. And I did write this. This is a shameless plug out there, but... In Alejos 101, we teach the what to look for when looking for priests so that you're not left vulnerable. Just to let you know, it's out there. Here's another point for you. I'd like to ask you to not give up. There can be a few bad apples, but not all priests are bad. Some of them are amazing and can have a great impact in other people's lives and spiritually. I would just be leery of jumping or returning into this one. And I'm going to go back. I'm actually going back to your question. I would like to ask you that if you went to somebody in Ifa, understand that sometimes people have dual traditions going on, Isheshe and Lukumi, and if you went to Ifa in Isheshe, then this is it. But in Lukumi, it may be different. I just wanted to put that out there. The rules usually go. If you go to Ifa, you never ask again. But the question now remains is, was this person legitimate? And the thing is, I'm not sure. It makes me question when he says, he told me what color to make my ilekes, but gave me absolutely no guidance. And you're asking whether you got crowned in Orisha Oko. Orisha Oko is very well known. It's, he's not an obscure Orisha. And there's much information out there. The fact that you're asking this question leads me to believe that this may not be a good priest to work with you in the future. I would be really concerned if you are going to be working with somebody that's going to leave you with this many questions. 
Again, this is not to discourage you about Isheshe. Isheshe is a beautiful tradition. However, the distance, the fact that a lot of them over there know that a lot of us over here are very interested in their traditions, they have gotten to do some unsavory things. And I really just want you to be careful. I hope that this response will begin to open up your mind and will help to answer your question. And again, Sulaima, I really appreciate you taking the time to write us your question. I really do appreciate you. You have reached the end of this episode. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash number 8383. This episode was brought to you by your virtual ELE. And remember, right now we're looking for its founding members. And it's going to be pretty amazing. It's at an amazing price that it's only for the founding members. Get more details. Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash O-M-I-L-E-T-I. That's Omileti. And check us out there. I hope that you have found value in the content that I create. And if you have, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Iga Omileti and you will have access to the podcasts before they are published. We get to discuss them. We have had exclusive content. We have had calls just amongst them. And this is information that's not heard anywhere, not even my mailing list. And I love my mail list, like my email list, love them. But even they don't get the content that my patrons get. So Come and support the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Ugh. Oh my God, I totally got like tongue tied. Come and support the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. And if you can, and if you want to, I can't wait to see you there. And I thank you in advance for your support. And especially to all of my existing patrons, you guys are amazing. Again, also, if you like this episode and you found it useful for your spiritual growth, Best thing you could do, share this podcast. Share, share, share. Share it on your social media. You can tag us. You can hashtag Orisha Wisdom Podcast so that someone else can get something out of it, especially this particular episode because there are a lot of things that go on. And if somebody is asking this question, maybe somebody else is asking something similar. And I would be ever, ever, ever in your debt if you have a couple of minutes and you go into iTunes and you leave us a review. I do read each and every one. Also, subscribe to our podcast from wherever you are. We are on Google. I believe we're on Amazon too. I'm going to double check on that, but I know we're on Google. We are on most of the podcasting platforms, so you could check us out there. Although, I'm a little little biased to Podbean because that's my platform. And if you are one of my YouTubers, just like the episode, subscribe and click on the little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new video to upload. Stay tuned for the next episode where we are going to be discussing something about Ori. I did say that this was coming and boy, this has been an episode that it's like, 
every time I think I'm ready to record, I'm not. Something else gets added and I'm trying not to make it so long, but oh, can't, I can't, I can't wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Arisha bless you immensely. Odapo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.